0: Bye. Hey everyone, this is your friendly neighborhood world film geek, Albert Allenton. Welcome to the latest installment of Movies That Need More Love. Sorry about the delay for two days, but uh, I got overwhelmed with a lot of stuff outside the blog. Anyway, we're here to talk about the 1986 film Rad, directed by Hal Needham. The film stars Bill Allen, Lori Laughlin, Jack Weston, Bart Conner, The Carey Twins, and Talia Shire. I feel like 1986 was a banner year for the B-movie or underrated movie and this is one of those films anyway for me this is the best BMX movie to ever come out and for those of you who don't disagree well that's okay that's your opinion anyway as per with the other movies that need more love I will break the film down give you a bit of trivia here and there and tell you why this is a movie that needs more love Rad is set in a small town of Cochrane Colorado which is actually shot in Calgary Alberta Canada we meet three people, Crew Jones and his two buddies Luke and Becky. They are newspaper delivery people newspaper delivery people who ride on bikes and Crew is an aspiring BMX racer. He sees a sign for Hell Track which is an upcoming race that is coming to town sponsored by the Mongoose uh, BMX team and their proprietor Duke Best. The plan is to bring more money into Cochrane and give Cochrane a, a name for themselves through this BMX race. During a town meeting, uh, one of the locals, Mrs. Gray, feels like, you know, while there's going to be professional BMXers here, why can't local riders race in this competition? So, Duke comes up with an idea to hold a qualifying race. The person, the local rider to win, or qualify, I should say, will get $10,000 and will get the chance to race in Hell Track. And this is the big opportunity for Crew Jones. So the day that Crew Jones is supposed to qualify for Helltrack is the same day as his SATs as his mother points out to him. And his mother just wants nothing but the best for Crew, but yet, you know, Crew feels like his dream is to become a writer. And uh, his mother wants no part of it. Anyway, thanks to his mischievous little sister Wesley, she forges the signature and, lets, and Crew decides to qualify for Helltrack. Meanwhile, Crew works at a local diner where he kind of gets ridiculed by his co-worker Blob. I'm sorry, Bob. The name's Bob. Smartass, and um, he gets really killed cool by some of the local yuppies in town as well. Anyway, as Helltrack draws closer, we get the professionals coming in, and leading the mongoose team is Bart Taylor, the number one racer in Florida, and ironically, he's played by an Olympic gymnast, Bart Connor. His two buddies are the Reynolds twins, played by Chad and Carrie Hayes, who many will know today as the creators of The Conjuring Universe. These are the guys who wrote the screenplay for the original film. Yes, they were actors before that, becoming well known for their screening talents. And then there's Bart's two groupies, Foxy and Tiger, who are, you know, they're just there for the eye candy pretty much. Um, Anyway, the town sponsored dance. um, No, let's go back before that. Crew and his buddies spend the afternoon in a lumberyard, and they get to have fun with the local sheriff in town, played by the hulking H. B. Haggerty, which many people will probably know if they've seen Jackie Chan's Battle Creek Brawl. He played Billy Kiss, the number one fighter in the tournament that Jackie competed in. Anyway, he's more of a likable character here, despite the fact that he likes to chase crew around. He does have a little bit of respect for him. And during the parade to announce Helltrack, Crew meets the number one female racer in the country, Christian Hollings, played by Lori Laughlin of Full House fame. And uh, instantly, the two kind of set eyes on each other. And at a town sponsored dance that night, Bart and the Reynolds twins start dancing with the groupies, and a little bit of trivia here, (laughs) the Reynolds twins are wearing suits that come right out of the TV series V, if you all remember that, with the aliens coming to earth and you know, with the intention of peace, but the real intention is they want to take over the, the world, so, anyway, crew catches Christian's eyes again at the dance, and Christian invites him to do a bicycle boogie, and this is one of the highlight scenes of the film um, that the movie's known for, is this um, amazing dance scene where they're on their bikes, and it's set to the tone of uh, real life's Send Me an Angel. Um, more on the music later, because this, has, this is an amazing soundtrack, but anyway, Bart gets a little jealous. Um, The day the day um, Hell Track qualifiers are held, Crew, you know, obviously defies his mother and races, and she catches him on TV. So she's kind of ticked off. But thanks to Christian's advice, Crew tells his mom, "No matter what, he'll retake the SETs in six months. But he's got to focus on this race because it's important to him. This is his dream. You know, something that his dad, his late dad, taught him. So." They make the deal, the deal's done, and the mother accepts Crew's destiny as a BMXer. Anyway, Duke Best sees potential in Crew and decides to make a deal with him to have him throw the race in exchange for his possible sponsorship with Mongoose. But Crew get goes against his Crew uh, doesn't even go against his morals and said, you know, they think differently and he's determined to win the race. So Bart doesn't have a problem with it. It's clear that Bart may be an arrogant... <clears throat> may come off as an arrogant douchebag at times. Because he's the number one racer in Florida. But the truth is, he's not. He's far from an arrogant douchebag. He sees Crew as potential. He sees the potential. He sees him as a worthy adversary. You know, we we don't get many films that have an antagonist who has respect for the protagonist. But that this is one of those cases where we do. So, Duke decides to do anything in his power to make crew lose the race and and that includes first making them form his own team which crew does called the rad racing team made up of him christian um his sister wesley luke becky and some of their other buddies um they create t-shirts they sell t-shirts for ten dollars each and um that's when duke comes in again tries another roadblock by saying that he has to have fifty thousand dollars in sponsorship money for him to enter the race. At that point Crew's just had enough and he's ready to give up despite Christian's advice and the other two eventually do break off their relationship, but it doesn't last long. When the town folk get word of what happened, um, they rally behind Crew and they decide they're gonna buy the rest of buy the rest of the money and do what they can. Well, what happens is they were still twenty four thousand dollars short. Well, the richest man in town is Ray Walston's character who at first doesn't like kids so much but he figures the opportunity to make Cochran's name can make more money for the town you know, he agreed for Helltrack ultimately though, he decides that to go against Duke and uh, he ends up helping Crew with the rest of the sponsorship money and goes with the locals on this one so Crew gets the money and uh, he's available to race in Helltrack and of course those of you who've seen the sports movies know how predictable it is but there's some few twists and turns here and there during the race the hell track is this big obstacle course um it has things like a kick a giant kicks ball i'm talking about kick cereal ball uh the s's uh the moguls um a ramp a pretty nifty looking ramp and a ramp that goes like 20 feet down well aside from crew and bart and the the Reynolds twins um, you get actual stunt uh, BMXers playing themselves in the film and these guys are well known in the 80s um, mostly in the US and Canada where the film was shot um, they include the likes of Eddie Fiola, Martin Aparrijo, Kirk Bihan, R.L. Osborne, uh, Beetle Rowe Crans, Mike Miranda, um, Richie Anderson you know these guys were top names in the world of BMX so to have them appear in this film is just amazing, and the fact that it's directed by the awesome Hal Needham, who directed Smokey and the Bandit one and two, and The Cannonball Run one and two. Those are those are amazing films, and you know what's great is Hal himself was a stunt man at at one point in his life, so you know he gets to bring that experience to today to the modern world of BMX. So. Um, anyway a little bit of trivia here and there that, you know i just mentioned it but the original title for the film was balls out and this is prominent when the sergeant on the day of the race tells crew you know go get him pretend it's like the l- lumberyard go balls out but let's just face it doesn't balls out kind of sound like an adult movie title so they changed the name to simply rad okay which is cool and uh the film is actually loosely based on the life of stuntman eddie fiola um you know they they the producers found this story about him and they pretty much loose took parts of his life and made this movie about him and uh bill allen plays the main character crew and then in a strange twist of fate eddie fiola is bill allen's stunt double for the film so he did um the he doubled for Allen in the bicycle boogie scene you know not during close-ups but like long te- long take shots where Lori laughlin was doubled by martin oparijo and um they even had some fun with uh, the playground they do a lot of there's a lot of bmx stunts in this movie that's not related to the race so much just some fun little tricks here and there that are pretty fun um, but the bicycle boogie scene is definitely a highlight um another reason to see this is you know you get to see this love story between crew and christian and pretty sweet and it's set to the tone of john farnham's with you um so you know they have a thing called ass sliding where they're sliding down one of those log ramp slides instead of the logs going down it's them so that's why he calls it ass sliding don't ask (laughs) Um, anyway um the film did pretty modestly it did did it did pretty well for 1986 um but Here's the thing. It never got a DVD release or a Blu-ray release until not too long ago. Um, It finally came to light. Thanks in part to Robert Schwartzman. Um, Robert Schwartzman is the son of Rad's film producer, Jack Schwartzman. And Talia Shire. And and he's Jason Schwartzman's younger brother. Uh, You might know Robert from films like The Princess Diaries. That's probably the one you're most going to recognize him from. He played Michael. And he also is the lead singer of a rock band called Rooney, which you probably heard at one point or another, um, where he used his cousin's name, Robert Cage or Robert Carmine. You know, he changed his name a few times in terms of a stage name. But um, Robert Schwartzman used to go on a set of Rad when he was when he was a kid. And a few years ago, he formed his own distribution outlet called Utopia. And one of the first titles that he got was his dad's, the fact that his dad produced a movie. He, got, he scored the rights to the movie Rad, so he decided to release this film on Blu-ray for the new generation, and uh, of course, us who grew up watching it, you know, I was seven years old when this movie came out, and it's a movie that's still near and dear to me to my heart all these years later. Um, anyway, the Blu-ray is available on Amazon, you should, um, I would definitely recommend it, and here's some of the bonus features. Um, you have a couple interviews with Bill Allen and co-writer Sam Bernard. Um, you get a little featurette on Hal Needham in the 80s you get a QA and a session with Bill Allen, Shire and Bart Connor. Um, some archival interviews with the cast and crew, original behind the scenes featurette, and the music video for Break the Ice by John Farnham now here's another reason why <clears throat> this is a movie that needs more love, the soundtrack this has got to be one of the best 80s soundtracks of all time, you know everyone's going to say oh no but what about films like Pretty in Pink or the John Hughes films, yeah they have good soundtracks, okay don't, don't get me wrong but rad had one of the best ones the three songs by john farnham break the ice with you and in my ultimate anthem which you heard at the beginning of this episode thunder in your heart whenever i have a a bad day i would play thunder in your heart and becomes my defibrillator it becomes my jolt it becomes my my jolts of adrenaline it makes me want to just keep pushing so you know it's a great song in a way this is crew's anthem too because they played this during the qualifiers and it's basically like here's crew who many feel don't have a chance in hell going through having the thunder in his heart to overcome the odds so exactly and um so it also has songs like during the lumberyard scene you get hubert cause gets strange um, you got Baby Comeback by Jimmy Haddock's played during part of the dance. You got Real Life Send Me an Angel during the bicycle boogie scene. And we cannot forget James did Pasquale's music score, especially during the Hell Track scene. Um, the Hell Track race. It's so like jump it's so catchy, you know, it's it, you know, it's it's just great. It's this is like I feel like Rad is an underrated piece of Americana. Um, small town, a love of a sport. You know, looks a lot of sports films are set in big cities. So to have this one set in a small town, you know that's just you know this is like for me the ultimate Americana film. Um, so yeah, anyway, that's my rant on rad, and uh, yeah, I'm sorry about the delay folks guys. like I said, I was overwhelmed with so much happening, including um, I did like a bunch of interviews for the last two weeks. Um, things are now slowing down a bit. Um, I actually caught up on screeners um, for upcoming films, so my reviews are gonna be out this week on WorldFilmGeek.com. So check out for those. Um, so that's what's been going on, and I got a lot of stuff going on in my day job as well. And outside of um, outside of work and everything, you know, just everything's been crazy. But I promised you I delivered this week's movies that need more love, so here it is. I did it. So, But I will be returning this Friday with the next installment. And we're going to be talking about another 1986 film. Like I said, 1986, banner year for B-movies and underrated movies. We're going to be talking about No Retreat, No Surrender, starring Kurt McKinney and Jean-Claude Van Damme. So until then, this is World Film Geek signing out. Have a great weekend, ladies and gentlemen.